Welcome to Secret to My Success, where you're going to hear fascinating stories from the people and personalities who found their success in business and in life. Now, here's your host, Alan Bornstein. Good day. This is Alan, Secret to My Success, here with my buddy Dawn. How are you doing? Alan, I'm, I'm lonely. You're lonely? I am lonely. I'm so sorry that you're lonely. You're not here with me. I know, but I, we get to do this on the phone. This is like the first time I've ever done this on the phone with you. Ever, ever. We got the technology, though. We're good. Excellent. So tell me, anything good going on? Uh, I went to the Keys this weekend. My daughter got married. I, I heard that. Your daughter's like, what, 14, 15? No, she's 30. It was fun. It was it was really, really a nice weekend there. Everyone got along. It was nice. And uh, we had this cute little hotel in Key West. And uh, it was nice. A little wedding on the beach, seafood festival. Yeah, it was a nice no weekend. No family drama, no redneck wedding, nothing like no, that? Nope, nope. Nope, no black eyes, nothing like that. <laughs> it was good. I went to an interesting wedding where my one of my friends got married, and they were on the beach, and they were trying to figure out how to get his future mother-in-law because she couldn't walk. So they put her on a lawnmower, and oh they drove God. her down on the beach <laughs> on a lawnmower. That's funny. That is funny. I thought it was funny. I tried laughing for a while, but it just seemed a little bit redneckish. What do you think? Yeah, well, yeah, redneck on the beach. Yeah, why not? Redneck on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we have a really cool guest today. We have Mr. Chris McDonald. Hey, how you doing? Nice to speak with you. So Chris, tell us, where are you from? Uh, South Florida is home base, but we travel throughout the United States with uh, my full production show. It's called Memories of Elvis. But, it's a full production tribute. But you're really not Rockland. from Florida, are you? Nobody's really from Florida. Uh, I've spent most of my life here, yeah. Really? Yes, sir. Good for you. That's excellent. So let's talk about your production company. Let's hear about what you're doing. Yeah, what we're doing is we have a full production tribute to Elvis. I've got an eight-piece band and dancers, and we do a tribute to the life and music of the king of rock and roll. Start off in the early 50s and do a lot of that stuff from the uh, Ed Sullivan show, the early years of, uh, of rock and roll. I move into the movie songs, uh, do a costume change into that black leather, and I do that 1968 comeback stuff. And then we also do uh, another change into the white fringe and cover that 1970s uh, concert years, Las Vegas, you know, all those great songs. So it's a, it's a story of uh, his whole career, and it's done with a live band. And we have lighting, and we have uh, uh, backdrops, video backdrops, and, uh, and a couple girl dancers that come in and do uh, production numbers with me, you know, bring back those images of the of the movies you know we had the girls dancing around and everything yeah. so it's a lot of fun it's basically sharing the memories of of what a lot of people have whether uh they may not have been there to see them uh but maybe they saw the movies maybe their grandparents talked about them you know maybe their great-grandparents but it's one of those kind of things where it's uh, kind of a generational uh, favorite you know for people that you can bring your your aunt, your uncle, your grandparents, your kids. You know, it's its a fun show. It sounds great. I can, you, you have the voice, too. Like, you, I can hear that, uh, you know, just you talking. Well, thank you very that, much. That, yeah. Thank, you. <laughs> thank you very much. Which Elvis do you think you look more like, though? I actually do the whole show. I do the early 50s part of the show. I do the black leather. I do the movies. And I do the white fringe. Um, I'm 6'3", six, 6'3", three, six three, um, athletic, and I stay in shape. And I try to present it uh, Elvis in the best way possible. That's awesome. Right. But Elvis looked different throughout the years, from when he started yeah. till the end. You, Which one do you asking, think you actually resemble I, the most? If you're asking if I do the later years, no, I try to present him at his best. Uh, later on, there, he had health issues, and, and he got very heavy. And, right. Um, and that was, that was stuff that was, you know, it was sad. He was the first rock and roll 
type hero. He experienced a lot of stuff. He had problems there, and he went through a rough period with the uh, uh, the medications, and 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 uh, you know it was a sad situation. So no, I, I try not to to go that route. I try to present him at um, when he was at his best, and that's what like people like to think about. Yeah. You know, otherwise, you're doing a caricature. And again, I don't do a caricature. I'm not doing an impersonation. I'm not saying I'm Elvis on stage. I'm actually presenting the music naturally with a natural vocal, quality vocal, live band, and we tell the story of Elvis's career. I may even say, back then uh, when he did this song, they cut him off at the waist, so don't look at me. We'll edit for, you know, wherever we are. You know, we'll play it safe. So I talk about what he did, not what I did. So it's not one of those hokey impersonation things. It's a, just a really natural tribute. Uh, done by someone i wasn't old enough to see him he was gone be- before i could even see him my mom got me into the music as a child watching those old movies so i'm presenting memories of elvis in in my framework and it's a personal tribute to life and music when did you figure out you could actually make a living or make money doing this you know i, I just felt yeah I, I just fell into it after after high school i did some some acting and some modeling and stuff but i, I actually got into a situation where um, I started, you know, I'd, I'd always sung the music. I always did it, I, you know, at home and, and, you know, different wherever I could. But I never really got into it, just kind of fell into it and had an opportunity where someone say, you know, you know, you sound, you, you sound good. <laughs> Would you like to try to do a show? And, and, and that's kind of what happened. I kind of, you know, all of a sudden I uh, started doing shows and, down here locally, there was a, uh, a radio station, you know, called Magic 102. I'm sure you guys remember that one. Um, uh, I, I did a lot of work with them, and that kind of just catapulted me into uh, doing a lot. And I ended up working seven years. I was hired by Elvis Presley Enterprises nice. to perform at Graceland. So I was actually endorsed and hired to perform at Graceland. I, I performed there every January for the birthday and every August for the memorial tribute. I did it for seven years. Got to perform for Elvis fans from all over the world. So it was a great honor for me, and then I was able to do Legends in Concert. And I was did shows in Vegas and Branson, and then uh, kind of developed my own production show, and that's what I've been taking uh, throughout the United States uh, with this full show. And, and it's fun because it's personal, and I, I really enjoy it. And every moment I'm on stage, um, even though it's considered to be work, it's not. <laughs> it's fun. It's, and that's what it's all about. When you're performing, you do tell stories about those different times in his life and what was happening. Yeah, yeah, actually, you know, bring. We also run video clips in between the the, the performances. So I mean, the, the eras. So we start off with the early '50s with Ed Sullivan stuff, and there's a clip that brings you into the movies. So then we do stuff from like oh. Hawaii, you know, Count Falling in Love and Rockahula and Viva Las Vegas and all those great you know, movie songs. Then there's a video clip. I go and do a quick change, and it brings you into the 1968 comeback, when after all those movies, he decided to, to get back into live performance, put on the black leather, you know, and changed history there with that, with the, uh, you know, put himself back on top. And then we do a little break and then come back, and then I bring you into the 1970s, you know, with Vegas and Aloha from Hawaii, and uh, put that white fringe outfit on and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, do the music from the 70s, Burning Love, Suspicious Minds, you know, all those great songs. And and really, you know, basically the, the movie that just came out kind of told you a, a little bit of a story of his career like that. That's what my show does. It brings you through the decades of his career. Of course, it's a positive show. and We just present the music. And then uh, basically I love doing uh, ending with American Trilogy. 
which is a, a song about uh, our country. So, you know, that's kind of what we end with. So we do a l- little tribute there to uh, the men and women that served our country at the end of the show. That's a part of it. Nice. So, you know, it's 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 a positive show. It's not a hokey caricature or impersonation. I'm not Elvis. I know that. I do a tribute to him. But it's done in a natural way. I move naturally. I don't go over the top. I do what feels comfortable to me. So it's a fusion of memories of Elvis that I have, you know, watching these uh, videos. And and it's it's true tribute to what he basically gave us, you know, which was a, a lot of wonderful music, great memories. Tell me your, your, your thoughts on the movie that you just referenced. Uh, the thoughts of the movie, I thought it's great because it brings him into so many other generations because maybe they, they can't see him. You know, they, they of course, again, he's gone, you know. So this the whole concept of of this rock and roll kind of fable situation, hero kind of thing. Um, it depicted, you know, some it depicted some of the negative st- situations that he went through. Uh, you know, he, it, it ended up killing him at the end. But uh, and, it, and it also talked about the relationship with the colonel and all that kind of stuff. Some of the stuff was, of course, it's Baz Luhrmann, so there was a lot of extra stuff put in there kind of visually and telling a story. But the basics of it were there. I mean, he came out and he moved a lot. He was... Uh, sexy and he, he was different, you know, compared to the the other stuff going on at the time. And it showed all that. It showed all the magnetism that you know. It showed charisma. It showed everything that went through, you know. Uh, and and I think it's uh, it was a good representation to to let people get into what Elvis was about. And maybe at that particular point, then they'll start watching the original footage. They'll look at the history of the music. That's what I did. The movies, he'd beat up the bad guy. He'd win the race. He had beautiful girls chasing him in bikinis. You know, they were in bikinis. I thought it was a great thing. I mean, <laughs> well, how, how much better life can you get <laughs> yeah, you know, right? if you have that? <laughs> so that's really what got me into it. I thought that was, you know, cool, you know. And that's how I got into it. But then I started really studying the music. I started listening to his uh, people around him, like uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, you know, all that, uh, Little Richard, yeah. uh, you know, B.B. King, all that stuff. So I think that's what this movie can do for, for future generations. It gives you another representation of the rock and roll fable of Elvis, you know, uh, how a shy, humble country boy became the king of rock and roll. And that's what I do with my show. That's Beautiful. how we, we tell the story. Pretty cool that you referenced that, because in Walk the Line, they actually had Jerry Lewis and Elvis as part of the uh, concert tour that they were all going on as they were all pretty young. Oh, yeah. That was a magic time. Matter of fact, there was a, I did shows with um, the Jordanaires, with the original backup singers for Elvis. I performed with the Jordanaires. Yeah. They were on all the records. I also, many times, I performed also many times with DJ Fontana, Elvis's original drummer. Now, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He recently passed away, but we did many shows with him throughout the country. And he told a bunch of stories about those early times, and we were able to to get insights, and we feature those, you know, during the show when he was with us, and um, you know that whole th- birth of rock and roll that was had to be an incredible time. I mean, imagine being there when all those people were out there uh, doing things that hadn't been done before. So uh, you know that's a, that's a big part of that whole story of of Elvis. You know, when you do things first. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's an interesting situation. You know, you've got a lot going on when you're doing things first, and I think uh, that's that's kind of what happened with him. Um, even towards the end, you know, he since he had been there first, uh, he you know he he probably didn't know you know he didn't have a roadmap. 
And when you don't have a roadmap, things can happen. It's pretty amazing that you've made a career out of this. So, I mean, it, it can't be easy, though, because I assume you're on the road a lot, that you're going, I mean, you're going down on gore, yes? Yeah. Yeah, we get to we get to travel on the road, but then we always, you know, come back to Florida because Florida is fantastic when it comes to the um, the snowbirds that come down. Right. And the snowbirds, snowbirds coming down in Florida, you've got beautiful weather, so you can do a circuit of Florida too, which is wonderful. So there's always ways to come back. But yeah, you know, when you're away, it's not it's not uh, uh, you know long term away is is rough. You know, it's the way it is you know, with, with with everything, but. When it comes to if you're able to get to a point where you can uh, go out and do a little circuit and then come back to Florida, who wouldn't want to do that? You know, everybody wants to come to Florida. So, so you, it, it works out pretty well. Are you traveling in like a tour bus where you take everybody on the bus with you, or are you guys all flying to wherever you? No, you're no, we're, we're right now we're right now we're flying. Yeah, I mean we'll fly to a location and then we can actually at that particular point we can do do uh, uh, a little bit of a, a, you know, routing situation, you know, from a certain location, or we can do a one-off and, and fly in and then fly back out. Um, you know, it, it gives us you know, a little bit more options. The tour bus thing uh, at this particular point, no, I don't think I'd be, uh, you know, flying in and out and doing that kind of stuff is, is, uh, is a lot of fun. Uh, and it's, uh, as long as it's covered by the uh, cost of the, uh, uh, you know, people wanting you, it's a good thing. Right. Do people come up to you and approach you as you're in the airport? Hey, I know you, that kind of thing. Yeah, we we lucky enough that I've, I've done, you know, enough shows. And, of course, if there's, you know, you, if there's a resemblance, um, which, you know, there's a resemblance, I mean, I'm uh, um, that's that's what I, I go with. It's a, I want to have a natural resemblance without going over the top or looking like, I don't know, so you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you right. can see the caricature and the comic book look. It's not like that. I mean, if somebody subtly, you know, says, hey, you know, you know, you kind of look, you know, similar to, to him. I like that. I'd rather say kind of look similar than to, to be over the top. So, you know, that, that I get sometimes. And then, then I strike up conversation. Yeah, I actually do a tribute. Then I give them information about the show. And, and they usually, you know, if we, we take pictures or whatever like that. Because, it's again, it's not about me. <laughs> it's about Elvis. I mean, people just love Elvis. Mm-hmm. And even even if you even if you think you don't, <laughs> once you see him, if you, you do, watch right? it, you do. <laughs> and when you see him perform, mm-hmm. even when you watch one of those silly movies, he he thought they were silly too. But when you watch a movie and you look at him, he, he's actually funny. I mean, the the, the movies are, are he he makes faces at himself. He makes faces at comments. And that's what makes it funny. He's kind of laughing at what he just said himself. So it gives a little bit of a, a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. But that, that personality is there in those films. And, you know, you see that he's, there's charisma, there's people dancing, there's smiling. And he's actually, most of these movies, he's truly a good guy, you know, which that heroic kind of uh, uh, persona. So, you know, it's one of those things where he wasn't perfect. Uh, he died way too young. He was only 42 years old. Mm. But what he did in that short lifetime is amazing. I mean, you know, rock and roll people, including the Stones, the Beatles, everybody else said they wanted to be Elvis. That's why they started doing it. Pretty amazing how many people he influenced. Yeah, John Lennon said before Elvis there was nothing. That's a quote. So, you know, everybody has their influences, and, and, uh, you know, that's, that's, that would, that's, he started it all. He probably didn't, he didn't know what he was doing, but, uh, he just kept doing it. He didn't realize uh, it it at the time. It caught on. 
but he was so flexible. I mean, the guy could do everything from ballad to Kentucky rain to hard rock yep. to, I mean, yep. country. The guy could do it all. Exactly, yeah. And he had so many influences. I mean, that's that's what he loved. He loved country music, he loved, loved gospel, rhythm and blues, um, fusion. That's what rock and roll is, a fusion of country gospel rhythm and blues that's that's what rock and roll is and 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 by doing that you're listening to other artists and he of course was a fan of um even a fan of opera he liked uh, mario alonzo and he liked uh dean martin and and you know uh, those type singers frank sinatra so all that influence is just like everybody else today that all influences it and that fusion makes you want to do all kinds of material. So that's why he got into those huge pop ballads and fantastic country songs. I mean, if you listen to some, as a matter of fact, we do Kentucky Rain in our show. You mentioned that one. Eddie Rabbit wrote that I love song. that song. Country, mm-hmm. country singer. Yeah, I do that song in our show. I love the song, too. There's so many great, great uh, country songs they did. And we put those in. Not, not only do I do you know the, the stand, some of the standard hits and some of the movie songs, but I do throw in those kind of songs, too, that maybe, uh, you know, people didn't know he did. Matter of fact, we even do uh, his version of uh, Sweet Caroline, mm-hmm. which is, you know, is a Neil Diamond song. Right. The reason why we do it is everybody sings along to Sweet Caroline. I'm a Red Sox everybody fan. Knows. Everybody loves Sweet Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, we were just in Boston for a show, and we did the Sweet Caroline and uh, you know, for, it was it was fantastic. I mean, and and that seems to it, it works wherever you go because that song is played in multiple everywhere. you know all stadiums all over the world. There's no doubt, and everybody knows those parts. And Elvis covered that song because back then when it came out, he loved it, so he wanted to do it himself, and he put his own you know um, feel to it, and uh, that's what we do. And it's uh, you know we that's what we try to make the show about. It's all about interaction, having fun. And uh, you can't help singing along to all these songs, you know. I gotta listen to it now. I'm gonna find it on YouTube. I want to hear him sing that song. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, of all the songs that he does, what's the song that you really think you're incredible and you love and enjoy to do? I'm sure there's plenty of them, but pick the one you really like. I get asked that all the time, and it's like picking a child. You know, when it comes to, <laughs> it, your it, favorite it, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, because there's so many, like you mentioned, there's so many different genres. There's the rock and roll stuff, you know, and there's the uh, uh, the movies. There's the, the the country stuff he did, the pop. You know, all of that is there, and it's hard to pick a single song. You know, I love doing the the, the rock and songs like Suspicious Minds, and and but I love doing you know the the power ballads like The Wonder of You and My Way, his version of My Way. I love performing those too. Uh, Kentucky Rain is a is a great song. I love doing that. Uh, see, look, I'm, I, I haven't given you one, did I? <laughs> so it's it's hard to even the early '50s stuff. You know, the simple stuff like Blue Suede Shoes. You know, is fun to do and Jailhouse Rock. Uh, and then some of the movie songs that are just like I actually uh, Bossa Nova Baby. I don't know if you ever heard of that one, but, but I love Bossa Nova. Yeah, the Bossa Nova Baby is just a, a fun song to do, and it was in that movie Fun in Acapulco. So, uh, and Return Sender, you know, those are you know. So there's a lot of a lot of songs out there. It's hard to just say which one. Okay, and, so uh, let let me double back. Don, you're a mom. I'm a father. It depends on the day of the week that you ask me which is my favorite child. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right, right. You know, so I mean, you got to narrow some down. Give me the one that you. Just really, 
maybe get What's the your audience excited that you're saying, you know, that's what I really love doing. All right, for emotional compared to just, you know, having fun and, you know, rock and roll and that kind of stuff, emotionally, my way. My way. Uh, that, seems, that seems to really touch everybody. You know, that song and Elvis's version of My Way is really, you know, the ending is a big, strong ending. And Frank did a wonderful version of, of course, he did it, you know, originally it was written by Paul Anka. But, but uh, there's something about My Way that really connects with people. Um, no matter what age you are. That is so cool. I like that. I'm sorry, but we needed an answer, and I'm glad you came up with one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so a, when's you know, your next performance? Know. When can we see you live? The 27th coming up here locally uh, at the Sunrise Theater, January 27th. And we're doing, the again, the eight-piece band and dancers, uh, the whole show, all the changes and outfits and uh, the fun. January 27th, Sunrise Theater, 8 p.m. Saturday night, Sunrise Theater. So we have to go Get to tickets at Sunrise so Theater. I think we're going to have to go. Yeah, I think so. So you're actually local from this area, right? Or up in that area where Sunrise is? No, I'm actually uh, closer. It's a Fort Lauderdale area that I'm from. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Do you do anything else besides the Elvis? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I love country music, so I do, um, you know, country hits and uh, standards and stuff from the you know the the from boot scoot and boogie to you know to uh to you know anything that you can dance to and two step to and do do a lot of country music i also do uh some of the other um i, I call them uh, there's no show we do called jukebox memories so i do some of those other artists like uh ricky nelson music and uh johnny rivers uh tom jones stuff uh you know a mixture of all those kind of songs that uh, you hear you heard on the radio in the 60s and 70s so that's another fun one that we do, too. Nice. So if somebody wanted to, um, like, get tickets for this show, get tickets for this show, or mm -hmm. kind of check out what your schedule is for the rest of, or, you know, the beginning of the year, the rest of the year, or anything else that you're involved in, how would they find you and get your tickets? Well, we try to simplify the website a little bit, so we called it uh, chriselvis.com, and that's the uh, website that has all the information about the show. C-H-R-I-S, chriselvis.com. ChrisElvis.com. And then um, can yep. you get tickets? Can they buy tickets there, say, for this up-and-coming show? Uh, or? No, the tickets for the upcoming show would be right at that sunrisetheater.com. Okay. Okay. Sunrise. And then what do you have coming up after that? Like, you have more shows in January or February. What do you have coming up after that? Yep, yeah. We've uh, locally, um, let's see what's the next one. Locally, we've got something in Palm Beach, I think, at the uh, uh, Valentine's Day. We're actually with a smaller... We have a smaller production, which is a four-piece band where we don't have the dancers and the horns and everything, but like an intimate kind of a dinner show type thing. Nice. And we do that at the Palm Beach Channel Club coming up on uh, February 14th. Okay. I, I did see that on, uh, I was scanning your website here. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, that's Valentine's Day, so that's a nice, that would be a yeah. nice place to go. Isn't Valentine's Day in the middle of the week? Yes, it is. Yeah. I think it's Wednesday, isn't it? Yep, yep. It's a Valentine's Day dinner show, uh, Palm Beach Channel Club. And that's a, that's a smaller show. That's a four-piece band. And we don't have the video clips and, uh, you know, the, the big theater kind of production, but it's an intimate intimate uh, dinner show, basically, you know, very close. Beautiful. So, Don, are we going to Sunrise or are we going out on Valentine's Day? Which one? <laughs> We're going to go to Sunrise. We'll go uh, okay. yeah, just want to make sure. With the horn. There's something about the horns and the, uh, you know, horn section and all, especially with Kentucky Rain. You mentioned that song with the horns and everything, the, the full sound that's in that, that uh, particular song um you know that's there too which is really nice 
you know, did the production view of it. Nice. Well, we are... Second last question. Go ahead. We're gonna, oh, no, I've just got one last question. Do you see your audience changing as you've been doing this for years? I mean, do you get some young people coming back in? What, I mean, what, what's it doing yeah, for you? That's, uh, that's definitely what we, we notice. Of course, you're going to have people... Remember, Elvis, again, he died at 42 when we first started. Uh, those, those people are in their 80s now. So, you know, you get the, the older great-grandparents that come out. Then you get the kids that come out, you know, the uh, the grand, uh, grandparents now that are, you know, in their 60s and 70s or whatever. And you get, then you go from there, the, the exposure, because it's generational. Um, my mom got me into this. I'm sure somebody's aunt and uncle or their grandparents played Elvis music when they grew up. So, you know, you get exposure to it in all ages. But uh, what I've noticed recently is that, yes, because of this movie, I have seen, we have seen um, younger generations coming out. You know, people that are probably may not have experienced the music if it wasn't for that movie. That's why I said it was really good to have that come out because, just like that Queen movie did for uh, Freddie Mercury, right? In music, you know, it, it really reintroduced how wonderful you know the music is, and I think that's what uh, what really helps because in that movie, uh, that that the uh, the Elvis movie, um, Austin only sang a couple of the songs in the fifties. He didn't, all those other songs that you heard him do, those were Elvis's vocals. He he lip-synced. He lip-synced to all the music in there, except for those first couple songs that were in the 50s. Okay. So, yeah. So, and If I Can Dream, lip-sync. Suspicious Minds, lip-sync. Hmm. And, you know, Elvis, and then they also took Elvis's uh, original recordings and remixed them with contemporary artists. I don't know if you heard the soundtrack at all, uh -uh. but there was a bunch of... Uh, bunch of you know remixes and everything done by djs and stuff so but uh yeah so um again it's it's uh, people started listening to the original recordings so it's that's always good when people revisit music right you know in a new in, in a new generation chris i gotta tell you there's a lot of people that are weekend warriors and karaoke elvis impersonators but the fact that you've made a living doing this and you've been so successful is pretty impressive I appreciate it. I, I enjoy what I do. That's that's the whole thing about it. You're actually bringing this music and seeing people smiling, singing along, tears or whatever it may be because they remember moments in their life where this mm -hmm. music made them feel special. That's what it is to be an entertainer, and that's why I love doing it. Awesome. All right, so we are out of time. So the next up-and-coming show is January 27th at the Sunrise Theater, 8 p.m., and they can get tickets at sunrisetheater.com. Your website, one more time, Chris? Is chriselvis.com. Chriselvis.com. All right. Thank you, Chris. It was a pleasure. I can't wait to come Thank see you. Thank you, Chris. We're super, super excited to be at your show. Absolutely looking forward to it. I would love to see you there and, and make sure that, uh, you, that we say hello and, and talk. Okay? Absolutely. I'd love, love to speak with you. Yep. All right. All right, Chris. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Remember the feeling you got the first time you saw the king of rock and roll? Elvis! Well, relive the memories at Chris McDonald's Memories of Elvis Rockin' Birthday Bash. Saturday night, January 27th, at the historic Sunrise Theater, Fort Pierce. Chris McDonald, with his full production band and dancers, will pay tribute to the life and music of the king of rock and roll. Tickets make a great holiday gift. Call the box office at 772-461-4775 or go to sunrisetheater.com. Thank you very much. 
Thanks for listening to The Secret to My Success. For more episodes, go on over to secrettomysuccess.com. That's secret, the number two, mysuccess.com.